Yesterday, the Lord brought his word to us on the subject, acceptable prayer and fasting. This subject is very crucial at this point. Why? Because we have double of this same subject ongoing, the 50-day prayer and fasting, and also the 14 days of wonder. So it's important we have an understanding of what will make your prayer acceptable. Now, I know God visited many of you yesterday, and there'll be more visitation today in the name of Jesus. Now, I read from the book of Matthew chapter 6. I read from verse 5. Now, I'll read from verse 5 uh, up to verse, verse 12. And I will need somebody uh, to read for us with a loud voice. Matthew chapter 5. I mean, chapter 6 from verse 5. And when thou prayest, thou shalt not be as the hypocrites are. For they love to pray standing in the synagogue and in the corners of the street, that they may be seen of men. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet. And when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father, which is in secret. And thy father, which yet in secret, shall reward thee openly. This is your season of open reward in the name of Jesus. Open reward for all the souls that you are laboring for and drawing to the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Open reward for all your prayer points in the name of Jesus. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions. That means don't, don't pray like unbelievers. As the, as the hidden do, for they think that they shall be heard of their, of their much speaking. Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your fathers knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask. Tell yourself, God knows what I need. Before I ask, say to yourself loudly, the louder, God knows what I need before I ask. Verse 9, after this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our, our debts as we forgive our debtors. Who is in verse 13 to 18? Verse 13. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, Neither will your father forgive your trespasses. Verse 16. Moreover, when ye fast, be not as the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. Verse 17. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy face. Verse 18 that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father which is in secret, and thy father which seeth in secret 
shall reward you openly. Amen. Amen. I said this is your season of reward. All your secret prayers and fasting. Now it is time for you to begin to see them openly in the name of Jesus. Uh, brethren, I'd like to begin by saying that God dwells in the secret and he sees everything done in the secret. And there's nothing done in the secret that shall not be made open, that shall not be manifest. Now, one thing with God is that when you do righteousness in the secret, he has a way to advertise you and to reward you openly, even though you do your righteousness in secret. The same thing also, when you decide to sin secretly, maybe you come to church and yet, you know, maybe as a married man, you're still keeping girlfriend outside. Uh, you say, well, nobody knows. Or maybe as a woman, you are keeping my, you know, young boys outside. Or maybe you are still smoking. You are drinking alcohol. Or, you know, there are some, there, you know, ungodly things you are involved in. Nobody knows or, you know, sexual impurity and the list is endless. Now, you, you, God told David something. Dave, God said to David, he said, you do this thing in the secret, but I'm going to openly disgrace you as well. And, God, and God's word came to pass, even though God later had mercy on him. God did it secretly by killing Uriah. I mean, the, David did it secretly by killing Uriah. He did it secretly by taking somebody else's wife, impregnating the woman, taking somebody else's property. God told him, well, you have done this thing in the secret. Nobody knows it. He said, but openly. And we saw many things that happened in his life, even in his lifetime. Thank God for God's mercy over his life. I pray for you this morning. You will always be cognizant and remember that God sees in the secret. Whatever thing you have done in the secret in the past that the enemy is trying to use against you, this morning you will repent of them and you will ask God for forgiveness and the Lord will have mercy on you in the name of Jesus. So what does that tell us? Prayer and fasting answers to the things that you do in the secret. What is your life in the secret? When you are alone, when your family is not there with you, who are you really? That's the question we must ask ourselves. Who are you really when you are alone? When you are driving alone, you are in your bedroom alone, you are in the street, you are in school alone, you are in the mall alone. Who are you actually? Let's ask ourselves. Are you really the person people think that you really are? Or maybe you appear calm in the open, but in the secret, oh, you are like a devouring liar. No, these things hinders prayers. So your secret life must tally with your physical life for your prayer to be acceptable and fasting. Your secret life, again I say, must tally with your physical life. Your home life must tally with the life we live in church. We, you know, people can, can put on different faces in church. Oh, the face of God bless you, God bless you, the face of God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. Oh, God bless you, God. Maybe at home or at work is a different case. In the community, you see this one that's fighting everybody. Everybody's his enemy. Everybody's our enemy. She fight virtually. That is not a good name. So these things also hinders prayer. So what other, what are the things that will make your prayers attitude 
lifestyle that you must embrace for your prayer to be acceptable in this season of prayer and fasting. From this story, number one we could see here is your prayer must entail thanksgiving, praises, and adoration. Verse 6 says, I mean, verse 9 says, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Now, also, we also see Jesus Christ in, in John chapter 11, you know, at the tomb of Lazarus, he gave thanks. When there was, when Jesus was faced with, you know, the need to feed the people, he gave thanks. So your prayers for it to be acceptable must one. Number one, it must be filled of thanksgiving. And I thank God that God is gradually moving us as a church to that level. We are not there yet. We are not, I can tell you, we are not there yet. We are not there yet. Sometimes I, you know, there are times whereby God said I should tell some people to lead prayer. You see, the way they lead the prayer, you will know that they are not there yet. They lead prayer by just, they don't thank God first. It must become your attitude. It must become your entire day with thanksgiving. Oh, you know, uh, you just begin to fire the enemy. Those, those are good prayers, but they are not as powerful as thanking God. You must always have something to thank God for. Don't come to his presence frowning. Don't come to his presence and complaining. Don't come to his presence and, uh, you know, envy your brother and say, look at him. Is the one, this one, this one. No. Come, have reason to thank God. If you don't have any reason at all when you are praying to thank God, one reason you always have, that you are alive. One reason you always remember that you are in the faith. You are not in darkness. So when you want to pray, you want to pray acceptable, spend quality time first thanking God. Appreciate him for his mercy. Appreciate him for the battle he has fought for both the one you know and you don't know. Praise him. Sing a song of praise unto him. I don't say, well, I'm not a singer. I'm not, you know, you don't have to be a singer. You don't have to be a singer to worship God. No, 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 no. You don't have to. God loves your voice the way it is. Pick your favorite song. Everybody has favorite song. Pick your favorite worship song. It could be your local dialect. Use it to praise God. Oh, Lord, I lift up your name. Praise him as you praise him. Then God steps into your life. My prayer for you this morning, this lifestyle will begin to manifest in your life, practically beginning from now in the name of Jesus. Any prayer you are going to offer beginning from now for the rest of your life, you will always thank God first. You will always praise him and adore him for who he is in the mighty name of Jesus. If you know that God is speaking to you, shout a big hallelujah. Hallelujah. For your prayers, we'll take one more. Now, for your prayer to be acceptable, and I want you to please take note. There are people who take note. Yes, which is good. Keep it up. But take personal note for yourself as well. So you can reflect and verify these things also in the scripture. Now, that's one of the, with the attitude of the Berean Christian. Now, the other thing, what it entails from this scripture, for your prayer to be acceptable before God and fasting to be acceptable before God, it entails praying according to the will of God. You may ask me, what is the will of God? The will of God is not for your neighbor to die. The will of God is not for that woman that hated you or that man that hated you to die. That's not the will of God. So if you are praying for him or her to die, you are praying, you are wasting your time. The will of God, what is the will of God? Number one, the will of God is that his kingdom come in, the, in your own life. 
in your family, in the church, in the community. That is the will of God. Pray according to the will of God. Pray according to his will. The will of God is different from the will of man. If you pray according to his will, then your prayer is acceptable, become a memorial. Number two, what is the will of God? Is that his will, of, his will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His will will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God wants to establish his kingdom here on earth. And so we must pray for that to come to pass. What is the will of God? That all men be saved. All men, including your wife, including your husband, including your children, including that wicked uncle, including that uh, wicked auntie that you know. Yeah, the desire of God is that all men be saved. God says, all the souls are mine. As I cherish the soul of the father, so I cherish the soul of the son. So he said to prophet Ezekiel, he said, all the souls in the world are mine. So don't pray that anybody die. Pray that they be saved. Pray that they be saved. When you pray that kind of prayer, ah, God will say, hey, now you got my attention. Now, what you are not even asking for, I will give it to you because now you know what is in my mind. As you begin to pray from this morning, in the name of Jesus, you will pray according to the will of God in the name of Jesus. Now, what is the will of God? Number four is that there will be revival in the land. That is the will of God. To see all the, all the young men roaming around, some are in drug, early in the morning, you see some staggering, walking as if they are falling. Why? All through the night, they, they, they drank to stupor. God want them back in the church. All the lesbians, all the prostitutes, all of them that are calling themselves gay, atheists, God want them back in the church. God want their soul saved. All the drug laws that are harnessing the, 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 the lives of little, little children, young brother, young sisters, luring them into drug, drugging them, and many, God want them saved. Many thousands, or perhaps maybe millions are in prison right now for crime they commit, and for some they did not commit. God wants them saved. Those people that are on death row right now in the prison, yeah, God wants them saved. And the list is endless. Pray for revival in the land. Lord, in these 14 days of, 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 of wonder, let there be revival. Let there be revival. Revive the land. When you pray that kind of prayer, you see, you don't need to pray for money. Money will come looking for you. Somebody can just call you after the prayer point and say, ah, hello, I saw your resume somewhere. I have this position for you. Uh, even though you did not uh, know interview, but we want you to resign. That is what happened. God makes things happen. You are not the one making it happen when you pray for revival. And then, brethren, all of this cannot come to pass except you are filled with the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit is the one who reveals the mind of the Father to us. How do you want to pray according to the will of God if you don't know the Holy Spirit? If the Holy Spirit is not in you, if you are not filled with him, or if you are not born again, it becomes very difficult to pray according to the will of the Father. Now I'm going to call these two prayer points out, and then while you get ready to pray, you are going to say, Father, I thank you for answers to all my prayers. I thank you for sending your word on to me again this morning. Go ahead and bless him. Go ahead and bless him. Your second prayer point is, Holy Ghost, reveal the mind of the Father to me in this season of prayer and fasting. Help me to pray and to fast according to your will. Go ahead and pray. Earlier this morning, the Lord opened my eyes. The Holy Spirit opened my eyes again to something I have never seen before. 
on what I should also pray as in line with the will of God. And when I woke up, I began to praise God. I said, Lord, I'm grateful. It gladdens my heart. When you pray according to the will of God, God, open your eyes to see. Say, Father, I thank you for sending your word unto me this morning. Go ahead. If you are here this morning, you are not born again. You know you don't have Jesus in your life. You know you are just faking it. You know you are just playing church. You know that your real life, what people see outside, is not who you really are inside. You know that internally, you know who you really are. Physically, you're a different person. I want you to know such a double life cannot make the kingdom of God. You need Jesus in your life, in your family. And I want you to know Jesus is the solution to all the problems you are facing. You are here this morning. You are not born again. Why the rest of you that are born again begin to pray? Make sure you are not sleeping. Lift up your voices in the place of prayer and talk to him this morning. Now, if you are not born again, I want to raise up your right hand and say, Lord Jesus, I know you know me. And I know that I'm a sinner. And I know that you are the only one who can save me. I believe in my heart and I confess with my mouth that you are the son of the living God and that you are, you are, that you are the only one that can save my soul. This morning, have mercy on me. Write my name in the book of life. Fill me with the Holy Ghost and keep me to the end and help me to pray and to fast acceptably. Lord, I pray for as many that pray this prayer, let it be well with them. Lord, I pray save their soul. Write their name in the book of life. In Jesus' most powerful name, we have prayed. Now, you are going to pray. You are going to say, Holy Ghost, reveal the mind of the Father to me in this season of prayer and fasting. Help me to know what you want me to pray on, what to focus my prayer on. Lift up your voice this morning. In the name of Jesus, Holy Ghost, I thank you for revealing the mind of the Father to me. Lord, I pray this morning, help me to know the areas where I need to focus on, where we need to focus on as a church. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, today, in the name of Jesus, you will see a sign that your prayer has been answered. So you are going to say, Father, give me a sign today that you have answered my prayer. In the name of Jesus, he said, I will give you a sign. He said, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and his name shall be called Emmanuel. Say, Father, in the name of Jesus, give me a definite sign that I know that it is from you, that will confirm that you have answered my prayer. To your own, it could be that that job offer, you get good news that the job has been granted unto you. To your own, it could be that you had good news about that scholarship. To your own, it could be that, yes, new job, you know, new door just opened for your business. You know, uh, maybe somebody you have been trusting God to be saved, God saved today. It could be that long time prayer, you have forgotten God, bringing it to power. Something today, God will do, give you one sign. To confirm that he has answered your prayer in the name of Jesus. Maybe you are trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Today, it will be confirmed that you are carrying your triplet. In the mighty name of Jesus, give him the praise. Father, I pray, give me a sign. Lord Jesus, again, that you have answered my prayer like you always do. I am grateful. Answer your people. Favor them. Let it be well with them. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Amen. Now, I pray for each one of you. I want you to lay your right hand upon your head. As you go out today, the Lord will go with you. The Lord prosper you, establish you. Your prayers are acceptable. The grace to pray, prayer of thanksgiving, prayer of praises, prayer of adoration. The grace to pray according to the will of God, receive in the name of Jesus. In this season of fasting and prayer, your prayers and fasting will not be in vain. They become a memorial before God. You will live to remember these 50 days of prayer and fasting. 
You will live to remember these 14 days of wonders for good for the rest of your life. Today, my God will give you a sign and he will confirm his word in your life. In Jesus' most prosperous name, we have friends.